you are listening to High TV, your place for cannabis news, insights, and information. If you're new to this podcast, you're a newbie. What's going on, newbie? Welcome to the show. Hope to see you soon. Just know when Monday morning comes and this podcast plays in your cars and your headphones, you will be the most informed person in cannabis in your circle. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. ITV. Welcome back to another episode of High TV, where we bring you cannabis news now. Now, of course, if you listen to our last episode, it was more of a deep dive into a particular topic. I guess you can call that one a high rent. Just didn't put in the title. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, take a listen to that episode. It's just a perspective from somebody giving some insight on those who may not, you know, deeply understand the situation because they're from the out looking from the outside in. You know, I didn't want to give you guys a Nat Geo history lesson, a lecture, you know, because once you get bored with the information, it's like, all right, I heard this a million times, but two now. But what I think a lot of people are missing are perspectives from people who belong to that community who may feel that way. And it's fine to disagree. We can agree to disagree. But either way, I'm glad you guys tuned in. You guys kind of showed up actually pretty quickly on that episode. I've gotten like normal or near Cannabis News Now uh, listenership in just a couple days with that episode so shout out to all y'all tuned in if you enjoyed it i loved it if you didn't i'll step my game up but back to the news now so first i'm gonna go over the headlines and then we're picking choose which other we're gonna dip and dive into to give you guys some more further insight into the story and more information as seen on instagram we talked about oregon banning cbd in alcoholic drinks now, people were upset about this, people particularly from Oregon. As you know, Oregon has legalized cannabis recreationally. So it's kind of baffling to see that the legislators would go ahead and make CBD illegal in the state. Well, infused with alcohol. Now, we all know that most places don't allow THC and alcohol to be mixed together because we know it's going to be a bad, bad thing. We already have too many DUIs going on with alcohol alone. Just adding THC into that and we... <laughs> We don't know what's going to happen. They're going to be driving crazy, but driving slow. So I know when I'm ever under the influence and driving, you're driving terribly slow. Like you think you're driving faster, but you're really going like 30 miles per hour. For, have any of you guys ever like drove behind the wheel with some TAC in your system? I'm not advising you do that, by the way, but just saying we've probably done in the past if you're an avid cannabis user. Let me know. Have you ever driven while high? and felt the car like you felt that you were one with the car i feel like i can feel the tires you know what i'm saying when i'm driving i feel like you're just much more sensitive to i guess you know the surroundings and that's probably why you drive slower you know you're more safer with the car but either way i don't advise mixing thc and uh liquor together i have an episode about that one of the hot stories about my experience in jamaica with the something is it's hilarious but I digress. So the whole thing with this is CBD is going to be regulated by the FDA soon. Oregon, like Washington, don't want to tip the scales against their favor and go ahead and allow CBD use in food or CBD, in this case, in use with alcohol in Oregon. So they're going to go ahead and outright ban it. I mean, they went ahead and said that they don't know what the effects are of CBD in the first place. And so to mix it with something like alcohol, they don't know if it will be detrimental to their citizens now let's be honest there have been studies that came out 
you know, I told you guys the one with the mouse and the mice, and I thought that CBD was going to lower, uh, just going to make your testicles shrink, make your balls smaller, you know, like uh, that guy Costanza from Seinfeld, shrinkage, you know, it's going to make it shrink. But we all know it was done to mice in, lack of a better term, a bad experiment, right? They gave the mice, what, kilos of CBD to get to, to take in a day, and his body didn't react correctly his gastrointestinal was messed up his liver was given issues and his ball shrank so we gave you guys that episode and kind of dive into that now with the liver thing i understand why where the concerns are with cbds and its effect on the liver because this long-term studies haven't come out yet what the effects are you know similar to any vitamin you take whether it's vitamin e or any other vitamin that you may take you know uh as recommended by a doctor, if you take too much of it, all you're going to end up is with expensive pee, right? Because most of the time when you take those vitamins, your body only absorbs but so much because it only needs but so much vitamins and now the pressure's on your kidneys to piss it out. So Oregon banning CBD and alcoholic drinks, I don't agree with it, but I understand with it. And a possibility, in my opinion, speculating again, what if the alcohol industry in Oregon see it, see it as a threat? Right. The alcohol industry already sees the threat of cannabis overall being legalized. It can't really stop that. But what they can stop is things like CBD being infused with things that can draw away business from its own business. Because people are, I guarantee you people are drinking CBD cocktails. I saw it everywhere here in Miami. I've seen it on the Internet in many different places, New York, California, big cities, rural areas, you name it. You know, so if they're putting CBD in pizza, they're putting CBD in everything. I guarantee they're putting the alcoholic drinks and the. Uh, thing was with CBD and alcohol was people reported, don't know if it's true, haven't tried it myself, but people reported that uh, they felt not an absence of a hangover, but they felt a lessened intensity of a hangover the night before. Now, it could be a placebo. It could be the CBD working because, you know, CBD is anti-inflammatory. Uh, the, the hangover can be caused by, you know, dehydration, uh issues with the liver filtering all, all that liquor and if you know that cbd is what's the term it's an antioxidant so it help with the antioxidants being or excuse me it helps with the oxidants being created by the liver from drinking excess and all of alcohol so again these things aren't all scientific concrete fact but they're all reported by some people who use cbd and others who say that with mixing the two end up with a better morning after which isn't a bad thing i mean can you imagine having a night drinking and you take some cbd shots with your drinks and the next day you feel great you know you're not feeling groggy your tongue doesn't feel like sandpaper your head isn't throbbing like i was a nine pound hammer in the middle of it i mean you're good so who knows i have to try myself and get back to you guys but moving on with the news florida good old sunshine state or florida man resides and it looks like cannabis legalization is going to be deterred for a time being. I'll tell you why. Florida legalization group suspends 2020 campaign. As we mentioned in a former episode, I think I say that every episode, right? As we mentioned, as we mentioned. But seriously, though, we mentioned that there were two groups in uh, Florida that wanted to legalize cannabis. One group decided to call themselves Sensible Florida, and the other one was called Make It Legal. And we told you that on the political side, the majority seem to be vying or agreeing or buddy-buddy with the Make It Legal Florida. However, the people, the real cannabis users, not the brand new medical patients that are not really well-versed, but the connoisseurs of cannabis in Florida lean towards sensible Florida. Reason being is sensible Florida was going to regulate 
cannabis or legalized cannabis to be regulated like alcohol, right? Where there's much more openness when it comes to alcohol in the businesses that can sell it and there won't be as much stipulations, right? And a prior episode mentioned that with Make It Legal Florida, you wouldn't be able to grow cannabis at home. And it seemed to be a law that was funded largely, excuse me, largely by the two largest companies in the state, True Leave and uh, Soterra Wellness, aka Parallel. And that meant that they funded it in a way where the laws would adhere to them being the dominant cannabis uh, dispensers in the state, right? Now, granted, of course, you know, they're going to say, oh, of course, we don't, we're fine with you growing weed at home. It's fine with that. You know, just know that you're not getting the quality tested cannabis that we're going to be providing. I personally don't like it. Uh, a lot of cannabis connoisseurs don't like it. And the reason being is this. If the only cannabis people could get their hands on legally is coming from these two places, which already, in some people's opinions, aren't producing the best quality product and they are overpriced. I mean, MedMen in Florida may be cheaper, but their product is crap. Right. I mean, I believe there's a lawsuit happening out now for MedMen producing a grow operation filled with mold and having to. I mean, go on blacklist X, Y, Z. The employees at these companies talk about what's going on behind the scenes. Now, granted, Soterra Wellness hasn't had that happen because I believe they're they come from a much more traditional. They might have started out mom and pop kind of cannabis company, but because of their acquisition by the guy from Wrigley Gum, they're now running a more traditional business operation where they're going to make sure things are done correctly so it doesn't bottom in the ass in the future because you have stakeholders, you know, at hand. Where MedMen now is learning on the fly, not having much years of corporate experience, and so therefore they're making the mistakes like burning through cash and just getting $100 million loans pulled out of some rich guy's ass. So we'll see what happens with that. Will the, will the quality of cannabis be good with, with uh, Make Illegal Florida? Or will the quality of cannabis stay where it is now and be overpriced and consumers be unhappy? Either way, if what they're doing doesn't adhere or doesn't make happy those you know avid cannabis users, the black market's going to persist. We see it here in Florida and all over the 50 states, actually, where the cannabis that's legal is bad. They're going to go towards the black market if it's bad and high quality i mean excuse me if it's bad and it's high priced black market's going to live if it's high quality low price the black market's going to starve so they may be making a move to push for cannabis to be bought by or be controlled by these two corporations but in the end the black market will flourish and the cannabis products won't be shit so r.i.p to sensible florida having to suspend their campaign because they ran out of funding i mean we're not being funded by the two biggest corporations in florida that's what's gonna happen all right next story what do we got next what we got next all right so we have a free medical cannabis helpline launched in colorado now there's been a lot of speculation a lot of rumors, a lot of shit talking about this new thing called cannabis something hypermesis, cannabis hypermesis, something along, something along those lines, where basically users who ingest too much cannabis in a given sitting would have feats of vomiting, right? They'll feel sick, they'll feel dizzy, they'll feel horrible. In some cases, people lose weight and the symptoms doesn't subside until the, apparently the person goes under warm water. I mean, that sounds like a drug overdose to me, even though medically it's impossible to overdose on cannabis. You know, have you ever seen like those movies or TV shows, even those reality shows where they have drug addicts on the screen? You know, they're like they're all there, skinny, scrunched up, you know, hair looking all 
weak, you know what I'm saying? And they're taking drugs. And if they overdose and the camera's on them, the loved one will take them to the shower, put on some hot water, warm them up, and that should help them get over their overdose. What's the science of that? I actually don't know. And even with my biology background, I don't know what the, what the warm water does. But apparently the scientist doesn't even know why warm water helps these people with this cannabis hypermesis. In fact, Blacklist XYZ just posted or reposted a video from a cannabis advocate, you know, speaks on panels. She's pretty known in the community who have gotten this cannabis syndrome. And she sees it as her responsibility to with their platform speak on this uh, ailment that happens to individuals that smoke cannabis too much. And upon reading it, I didn't get it. But my assumption is, or based on what I read, is that this cannabis hypermesis occurs when individuals' endocannabinoid system is overloaded. And because it's overloaded, it seems like it's processes that the endocannabinoid system takes care of such as nausea and things of that nature they kind of run run amok they get out of order they all shaking up like whoa 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 it's too much it's like when you have too much you have too much liquor on the night of drinking you're gonna throw it all back out because your body simply can't take it so the body apparently can't take the amount of cannabis being taken at that one time and it goes through this feat of throwing up and getting sick and so i mentioned that to say Colorado, they've been getting a lot of these calls lately. They've been getting a lot of these calls of people catching this cannabis hypermesis. Forgive me if I'm saying it wrong, but they have a lot of these cases going to the ER. So with that matter, they wanted to create this free medical cannabis helpline to help out individuals who either would seek the attention needed with something like a medical application of cannabis or those who may be going through things like cannabis hypermesis or take an edible got too high and now they're floating this sky not knowing what to do right don't call 911 when you're too high in colorado call the free medical cannabis helpline i would give you guys a number but not a lot of listeners from high tv actually is from colorado why i don't know but either way if i had more listeners i would give you guys a number to call in and just even test it out uh next story new jersey legislator excuse me, New Jersey legislators passes bill to put cannabis legalization to voters. As we told you, New Jersey has been flirting around for the longest time, you know, trying to legalize cannabis. Like New Jersey is like the girl that's a flirt. You know what I'm saying? She's giving you the eyes. She's flirting with you in the text messages. She's giving you all these signs. And when it gets down to it, it ain't happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, Chris Christie is gone now. They have a new Democratic uh, leadership in New Jersey. So maybe that may change. Uh, but listen, New Jersey is like the boy who cried wolf. I mean, they, they cry out that they're going to legalize. We get excited that a state in the tri-state is going to go ahead and legalize cannabis, you know, next to Massachusetts and places in the Northeast that have already made that step. And so we were excited. We were happy. As someone from New York City, I was happy that New York was going to have weed legalized. Because that means the big brother, New York State, is not going to be outshined by the little brother, all right? Eli New York and New Jersey is like Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, okay? When Eli Manning won the championship, you know how Peyton felt? He had to go ahead and try and win some more. You know, New York just can't be uh, uh, overtaken by his little brother, New Jersey. You know, and it smells weird. For those people that know New Jersey smells weird, New Jersey... Listen, when you drive across to New Jersey and you pass by the factories, when I tell you it smells disgusting, your windows can be up. Your AC can be off. But your nose hairs will fall off. It smells that bad. 
For those of you that know, for those of you that know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Shout out to New Jersey. No disrespect to those listeners out there, but y'all know y'all state stink. All right, so uh, I'll read off the little little paragraph here. Both chambers of New Jersey legislative or legislator have approved legislation to put adult cannabis legalization to voters during next year's general election. The report's measure passed the Senate 24-16 and the Assembly 49-24. So, they're not only blowing smoke anymore, all right? They're not only flirting your DMs, giving you the eyes, and acting surprised when you be like, yo, what up, though? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's very toxic. <laughs> but, uh... So they passed this on the Senate and they passed an assembly. So now the next step is for voters to now ahead and legalize, which, in my opinion, New Jersey is a very liberal state. Most states that are by the coast and the water are because they're the most diverse and therefore they generally have much more liberal views. They're going to legalize cannabis. All right. It's kind of those things you can see it happen before it happens. So uh, we'll give you the news on New Jersey legalization coming up soon and keep you posted. New Jersey, put on some deodorant. Moving on next, we have Canada's <laughs> cannabis edibles market launches or launch this week. As we told you guys, Canada legalized cannabis earlier this year, but they did not allow all cannabis products to be sold. Things like concentrates and edibles just were not in the picture. Why it wasn't in the picture? Listen, Canada's a smart place. They know that you don't want to legalize everything at once. You want to test out how the most profitable or the most sold product, which is flour, is out first. I guess they want to come up with more regulations in order to make sure if they legalize edibles or legalize concentrates, you'll be safe. That way, their citizens won't be in danger. The government won't look like they're a bunch of people in dunce caps. And they probably have better chance to plan out their fiscal year with these products. I mean... It's kind of a downfall because as we told you guys, they did this thinking it was a smart decision economically and it turned out almost a year later what happened. Canada's not meeting the expectations when it comes to revenue of cannabis sales. So that's why we're seeing them open up the floodgates and allow private businesses to go ahead and open up their own cannabis business because we know the government's ain't going to throw the best. Listen, the government, like I said, is like that hall monitor office snitch that's once a throw of a party, you know it's gonna be trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're gonna go, they're just gonna go to talk, they're gonna go to Costco, buy a little something for wholesale, like some wholesale cookies and call it a day. While the fun person is gonna make sure everybody has fun, there's things to do. Maybe we have, bring some alcohol in the in the or buy some beers for everybody that works at the at the place. Not talking from personal experience. But anyway, uh, moving on. U Yo, USPS is at it again. So we all know in June, we had to post on Instagram, everybody celebrated. We were all elated at the fact that you can not only buy and sell CBD, you can ship it via USPS. Now, granted, now that uh, Amazon is producing its own packaging, and a lot of the packaging that is being mailed isn't going through USPS, UPS, or these other, or FedEx, because, you know, FedEx and Amazon split, we're seeing a lot of business slightly, or not a lot, we're seeing some decline in business in USPS. So, of course, it made sense to them to say, yo, we're going to allow him to be delivered through our system. We're going to allow it to happen. And that was in June. We were excited. We reported about it. But months later, you know that may not be true. We had a story about somebody in New York who was shipping over 100 pounds of hemp. It got seized. To the point where the officer with like a 16-year-old struggle mustache held up the bag 
and was so proud that he caught 100 pounds of weed, thinking he's going to get a promotion. You know, this is his best day in his cop career since <laughs> since signing up like 40 driving tickets in a day. No, my guy, it was hemp. There's no THC in there. It's actually legal. NYPD didn't want to admit their wrongs, so now it looks like a guy is going to file a uh, $10 million lawsuit. I'll read the article outright because I think it matters. A lot of you guys who are listeners are in the CBD and hemp industry. You don't want your products to be seized. And if you are if you love hemp and you love CBD, you don't want what you bought to be seized. So I'll just read the article outright and I'll uh, give you the lowdown on what's happening. So in June, USPS updated its hazardous, restricted, and perishable mail regulations to clarify that hemp and CBD products are legal to mail as long as the products comply with local laws and compliance. All right. As we said, they legalized it. They said it's cool in June and everybody was happy. But here comes this story. A 25 pound shipment from Vermont has been incepted by the U.S. Postal Service on its way out of state. 25 pounds. Now, granted, Last time this happened, it was 100 pounds. So maybe we're thinking, all right, it's 100 pounds. That's a lot of cannabis. Anybody can make the mistake. It smells like weed, so it might be weed. But this is 25 pounds, right? This is 25% less than what they caught before. So, I mean, if you guys are so used to hemp being shipped now that the hemp bill has been passed, why the hell are you seizing the hemp? You understand what I'm saying? All that does is impede business from occurring. But again, I told you I'll read it off and I'll give my opinion. So let me continue. So this, at least, is the second hemp shipment from Vermont incepted by authorities since November, when the NYPD confiscated, as I told you, a 106-pound shipment originated from Green Mountain State and arrested the recipient. So not only was his hemp seized, he got arrested. And just last week, maybe on a podcast I didn't mention this, but he wanted to hemp back. He was released from jail, right? But he wanted his product back. NYPD said, hell no. This is evidence. This case isn't over. They don't want to listen. And the NYPD is like those asshole Italians on any New York Law and Order TV show. Or just not even Law and Order. It's any New York cops. They're like, hey, some nice uh, hemp you got here. Looks like weed. Uh, sir, this is hemp. Looks like, uh, looks like uh, devil's lettuce to me, sir. I'm going to have to confiscate this. Sir, I promise it's just CBD. I even have the letter or the bill that says this is legal. The hemp bill. Nah, don't need it. It looks like weed. It smells like weed. It must be weed. It quacks like a duck. Smells like a duck. It's a motherfucking duck. Listen, it's really annoying at the fact that these officials want to go ahead and confiscate hemp, much like his THC. I mean, I showed you guys even the post on IG. You have people in the Carolinas, in Virginia, calling hemp drug hemp if it's above 0.3. Who the hell came up with the term drug hemp? It sounds like a police station trying to come up with some bright way, creative way, which I give me this creative to not decrease their quota of marijuana arrest. Now that hemp is legalized and cannabis will soon be after they're just trying to make up with some last minute because, you know, they get, they get money based off their uh, arrest. You know that, right? I mean, they get money from the government saying that, oh, right, they have this many amount of arrests. We must give them more of our tax money. That's how it works, right? So if they're not getting arrested, not fulfilling a quota, not getting enough money for coffees and a freaking, you know, bulletproof vest and shit. So it's a sad story. The guy got arrested, has a criminal record. I'm pretty sure they're going to drop it. But 
my guy did something even cooler. Listen to this. The police were tipped off about the package by FedEx and the Brooklyn district attorney finally dropped the charges last week. However, police have yet to return the plants. As I just said, the attorney for the hemp recipient has in. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. The attorney for the hemp recipient, the guy who got arrested, who was released, but his plants are still being held, indicted or indicated that he has plans to file a $10 million lawsuit against the police department and the city. As you know, when the NYPD gets sued, they pay lots of money. There's people who have been on the train stations who are, like, waiting on the train, you know what I'm saying, or got off the train. And, like, in New York City, they have these uh, gaps in between the train and the platform. And sometimes they say, watch your step. But some train stations are absurdly larger gaps than others. You know what I'm saying? The train station is hundreds of years old. So not everywhere is going to be, you know, uniform. So there's people who have got off the station trying to go to work, trying to go home their foot gets caught in the middle and now they have a broken ankle and injuries they sue the city for millions of dollars and win almost every time you know what i'm saying they win almost every time that's just the city now instead of just suing the city they're also suing the nypd now the nypd they get paid too i mean they want to settle they don't want to just you know lose a lawsuit they lose a lawsuit everybody's going to sue so they settle out of court keep the keep the case quiet and it goes away so would he get the 10 million dollars Probably not. They're probably settling, probably get like $4 million and say, all right, we'll give you a takeaway to charges. You can have your products back. Here's $4 million. That's what I would think as a, like with a lawyer brain. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to give you the $10 million. I mean, the, the NYPD has some of the best lawyers in the country. It's the NYPD. You know how much times they fuck up? Listen, the NYPD, for those people that don't know anything about New York City Police Department, they believe in strength and numbers. All right. New York City is, if not the largest city in the country, is most heavily populated city and densely populated city in the country. So with that being said, you need a lot more police officers to be on the street to help fight crime and help out citizens, quote unquote, help out Eric Garner. So with that being said, they believe in the strength of numbers. So they get a lot of cops. They don't really have uh, harsh stipulations of what it needs to become a police officer. Yes, you have to take the hours-long test that just tests your endurance, not your intelligence, which I'm not saying they're dumb, but I'm just saying the test is... Some of the people I know that are NYPD cops shouldn't be NYPD cops. That's all I'm saying. So that being said, they, they believe in strength in numbers. Not all these cops are the best well-versed. And so you're going to have a guy like the, the little 16-year-old mustache freaking sharpie stand on his lip guy hold up a bag of hemp and thinking his weed this is gonna happen you're gonna have a lot of shit happen so what i'm saying basically is the nypd has to have the best lawyers because their police officers aren't the best in the head now i don't want to go back to nypd and now they're like oh yeah you're talking shit on the podcast huh how about this ticket ha <laughs> jaywalking anyway uh last story last story last story so we've seen a considerable increase in the cannabis market internationally and nationally. Even though financially, we have a lot of the pot stocks, cannabis stocks, they're all going down the drain. That's not a bad thing. In my opinion, not telling you that this is not financial advice. I'm not a financial uh, professional. This is my personal opinion. I'm not telling you what to do. So that being said, to cover my ass legally, now that the cannabis stocks have fallen down exponentially and you're not seeing much confidence in the field, in my Warren Buffett guided opinion, which is just me based off what Warren Buffett says, you buy low and you sell high. 
So when the consumer confidence is low, that's when you look to the stock because the price is going to indicate that it's not matching its true value, right? Unless you're Snapchat, and that's why you ain't worth shit because you're Snapchat. How are you going to grow Snapchat? Spectacle cameras? So with that being said, I would personally go ahead and dive into some of these cannabis stocks who are promising. Do my research, read these articles, understand what's going on. Companies like Hexo, who just got obliterated recently. I mean, uh, the list goes on and on. I'm not going to even name these stocks. I'm just like free marketing for these people. But go on your local trading app, your whatever you want to use. Buy up some of these stocks. I guarantee you, if the chart is showing that cannabis overall is growing, don't know why I sound like Dr. Seuss in Europe and Canada and the United States. And of course, Mexico will soon legalize cannabis too. We're going to see a lot more export exportation like the uh country in is it zimbabwe there's a country in africa forget in west africa so mad i forgot this who was exporting cannabis out to places like canada and out to places like europe in order to increase its revenue from exports so with that being said if we're seeing the increase in exports we're seeing the increase in growth of cannabis overall and in revenue year on year it's safe to say that these cannabis stocks aka pot stocks are going to rise soon in the future now a lot of you could be saying you're just spewing out bullshit you know you're just shilling a a a, a, a stock that's not what i'm doing i'm just this is what makes sense to me. From the outside looking in, when Bitcoin is at 19,000 and consumer confidence is high in the sky, like it's, it's like, uh, it's like Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown high on a Sunday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why Sunday? I don't know. I feel like after church, they say their prayers and go right back to sinning. But um, when consumer confidence is high in Bitcoin, what happened? It fell and nosedive right to the ground. So when the consumer confidence was low back when it was like at levels of 1,000 and people bought back in and it jumped back to 10,000, it was a good decision to jump in when consumer confidence was at the utmost low. When grandma isn't asking you what Bitcoin is at the Thanksgiving table, then chances are it's a good time to buy because it's not mainstream and inflated like a bubble, like a tulips. So if cannabis stocks are low now, they're taking a beating, these uh, financial institutions don't want to take the risk, I'll say go ahead and take that. Whoa, I can't even say that legally. I would say go ahead and peer into the possible opportunities that <laughs> lies with these cannabis stocks. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. I know it's not been a long one, but the cannabis news has not been that rampant or crazy. Uh, take a look at our latest post on Instagram. People, you guys seem to enjoy it. It's a post about the abilities that hemp has. It's a uh, hemp concrete or hempcrete. I remember seeing hempcrete years ago. It, all, it, all it really is is the hemp stalks and lime put together to make a construction material. I mean, it's mold resistant. It's earthquake resistant. It's actually uh, uh, insect resistant, as in you don't have termites and things like that of that nature burning down your construction material like concrete. And it's fire resistant. And that's not only the benefits it has, it even withdraws carbon dioxide from the air. You can literally have a growing or a building material that can filter the air in the house. Do you know how powerful that is? That not only are we going to have much more pollution because we have a government and who have a government doesn't really believe in pollution. So a lot of the things we're passing now that's going to have an effect in the future, like pollution and uh, unsustainable means of production. Having a home that's 
built with hempcrete is going to be beneficial to your health and your family's health because it's absorbing the carbon dioxide from the air. It's going to help you make a better environment. Now, granted, the amount of carbon dioxide it's, it's absorbing may not be as exponential as, let's say, a tree. But either way, it's absorbing carbon dioxide, and you can't say the same thing for concrete. In fact, concrete is uh, one of the biggest issues when it comes to sustainability and environmental negative impact. But nonetheless, instead of prefacing the video, go on to Instagram. It's a two-part video, two minutes. It's, all, it's called Hemp Blocks, Fire-Resistant, Mold-Resistant, and a Sustainable Product. When I tell you I love this video when I saw it, and I'm loving how back in 2014 when I just discovered hemp and discovered hempcrete, seeing how it's grown, you know, so much. Now that hemp is actually being legalized and farmers are switching their crops from conventional crops to now hemp crops, we're seeing not only their revenue increase, but in uh, innovation in the hemp space. We told you guys about the hemp wood. Now we're seeing hempcrete, you know, uh, grow in a way where it can actually be used on a large scale. And this company in particular actually makes their hempcrete like Lego blocks. We're doing, like, you know when Lego blocks have like those ridges that when you step on them and it feels like you got stabbed in the foot? Yeah, those. They, uh, <laughs> they, they have that feature in the hempcrete, so you don't even need cement to seal it together. So it's, it makes it a much more sustainable and stable product. It's like a metal rod that goes through the middle and it pokes out at one end So when you stack another hempcrete on top, they lock in, they fasten And now you have yourself a nice stable hempcrete building If you want to look out hempcrete homes look, look no further than uh, projects done with Danny Billings From Colorado Hemp Project and look on YouTube about a home that this ex-NFL, excuse me, ex-NBA coach Forgot his name uh, who lives in Hawaii, built his home out of hempcrete and says it smells amazing. Uh, it, it's great. He loves it. And it's it's not as, ex well, it was more expensive, of course, but it's a less impact on the earth and that's what matters to them. So if you enjoyed the episode, thank you for coming through. We have a lot more episodes for you. I'm going to try and hit this Monday, Wednesday, Friday episode thing. You know, I'm going to hit you with podcasts like we had school back in college, right? Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes. Those weren't the bad days, right? Or actually, those were the worst days for me as a college student. I took biology. That means I have to wake up early in the morning, 8 o'clock chemistry, 9 o'clock anatomy, physiology, genetics after that. And that's every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know, every Tuesday and every Thursday, I got to chill. But those are probably my days where I do homework and go hard on what I'm doing. But if you're a college student, if you're not a college student, we still have the trauma and PTSD from Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Hope you can enjoy these podcast episodes when they drop Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It could be Cannabis News Now, High Stories, High Rants, or anything along the line of High TV. I'm glad that you're growing with us. I'm glad that you're here to see us grow and I'm glad to see the grower the growing of our listenership diversifying around the not only the country but the world. So shout out to you the listener. Much love, much respect. Stay tuned. Stay high. High TV.